When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Welcome to the Viking Age Podcast, the official podcast of thevikingage.com. My name is Chris Ed. I am a writer for the Viking Age as well as Zone Coverage and Bring Me News. My co-host, who usually hosts on Thursday, is the managing editor of the Viking Age, Adam Patrick. We do this every Monday and Thursday right here on the Viking Age YouTube channel. But if you miss it, you're also in podcast form on Apple and Spotify. But however you enjoy us, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, ring the bell, do whatever you can. Help us get out there and never miss an episode. Adam, welcome to the show. Um, I'm just going to start this way because as you can tell, I, I've just been a wreck all week. But um, are you over the Vikings loss to the Giants yet or not? Because I'm I'm still pretty upset about it. <clears throat> yeah, I think I'm over myself. I think I'm over it. Um, I think it was something that I already had in my mind, like it could happen before we the game even began, so I'm not like too shocked. It's still it's disappointing. <clears throat> it's disappointing, but uh, I'm I'm someone I'm someone who covers the Vikings, so I enjoy the off season probably more than the actual season because it gets, gets gets a little repetitive during the season, and then the off season is just some speculation and the draft and free agency. So. Um, I'm, I'm excited to see what's, what's coming next, you know, what moves they make with their roster, uh, coaching staff, stuff like that. So, um, I'm, I'm locked and loaded and already, already moved on. It's already on the back burner. I know the playoffs will be disappointing to watch, but I also didn't think they were going to get past the, the Niners this week too. So like they get an extra week to prepare for, for next year. So I'm not, I'm not too too sad about it. and the Giants like it's not like they lost I feel like it's not like they lost to the Colts or they weren't and they weren't blown out in the first round they still it was still competitive it was still you know they were down to the wire so like it wasn't a, a typical Vikings loss this year but um it's still disappointing but I'm I'm good I'm good to go my expectations probably weren't as high as 13 wins so maybe that's why I'm like they already won 13 games it's okay they won the NFC North they probably exceeded a lot of people's expectations probably including mine so I'm good let's go Next year. I agree with you in that coming into the game, I said, hey, nobody expects 13 wins. Like you're building something, right? Or at least that's what that's what I kind of told myself. And, you know, it, it as the week went on, I just kind of talked myself into, you know, this is just different than other teams that the mm-hmm. Vikings have had. Like it, it feels like a team that, you know, it, when, when they got in this position before, and won 13 games. They felt like an unstoppable juggernaut, right? right? This team never felt like that throughout the season, even though they were racking up wins. But you're like, I had confidence because when things go wrong, they can still win games. Right. And and, and that was an encouraging thing. Since the loss, I've been doing, I, I don't know how people cope with like Viking losses differently. Like for me, I, I don't know, the 20 beers I had were mostly <laughs> before the game and during the game. Not mm-hmm. after the game because I slipped and hit my head. I'm feeling better. Thank you for asking. Good. Good. But um, like I I went to the store the other day and I bought uh pudding cups and teddy grams. Mm. Um I what guess I'm eating my uh chocolate the little swirl ones. So you got okay. like chocolate okay. and then you I don't I don't think it's vanilla, but I think it's like yeah, yeah, vanilla yeah. chocolate. Oh. And no then you pudding. got chocolate on the bottom. Yeah. Then you get the honey teddy gram. I don't know. I, I either just went to the store hungry or whatever. Uh, 
got a big old pizza from George's. You know, I, I've been eating my feelings. And uh, I also, you know, logged on to Madden and I started a franchise and I just like started to know, well, I, this is what I would do, you know, that sort of thing. Maybe other people do that. And maybe I'm just uh, like an overgrown six-year-old. I don't know. But I think it hit me harder because like that whole season, everybody felt like they were on the same page, like fans, players, everything. Like it felt like the locker room had been galvanized and everybody was, I mean, the Vikings, I hated this slogan, but their theme for the playoffs was as one. Everybody was on the same. And then like you go back to 2021, everybody was finger pointing. It's your fault. It's your fault. It's your fault. Now with the off season here, we've reverted back to that. We've reverted back to, I mean, if you log on to Twitter right now, it is toxic as bleep. Like it, it is not like, you know, you have this group like, well, it's not Kirk's fault. There was pressure with the offensive line and Ed Donatel sucks and everything else. And it's not, but, but we need to extend Kirk for the rest of his career. And then you have other people that are just like, no, you need to get rid of Kirk. And, you know, we're going to talk about Adam Thielen in just a little bit here. And I'm exhausted. I am already, we are one week into this and I am exhausted just because everybody is just ripping each other apart. And now like that huge divide that we felt during the preseason where, you know, it just felt like, you know, you had the duckies and bunnies believers. And then you had like the people that are just like, dude, you need to blow this thing up. Like yep. that divide is back and I hate that feeling. And it just, it, it makes me, I, I haven't listened to podcasts this week. I haven't, I haven't read anything about the Vikings. I've just basically just turned my Viking brain off for the most part. Don't worry. I wrote the outline. We got a good show plan, but <laughs> it, it, it's just, it's depressing to think about that where we're going to do this for, I don't know, maybe even another year, just because mm-hmm. like if next year doesn't get off to a good start, we're screaming about Kirk Cousins and we're screaming about other things. And it, this offseason is going to be really interesting to see what they do. Are we going to break the cycle or are we just going to try and run it back thinking, well, we won 13 games last year? I, I, I don't know. So I think that is why it has hit me so hard that this felt like a window. It felt like everybody was on the same page and the Giants just basically took a blowtorch to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we're... I feel like every offseason you're going to have the toxicity and blame game and everything. And I don't feel like it's that way for actually in the locker room. I feel like after the game and the the post game or in the, the locker clean out, a lot of guys, they're just disappointed. I didn't hear any, you know, finger pointing or, or blaming other people or saying we should have done, somebody should have done this better or this coach should have done this better. It was a lot of like, we're disappointed and it sucks. And um, we'll go back in the off season and see if we can fix it. Um, but last year it was just like, you know, like changes have to be made and we got to figure something out. And, you know, Brian O'Neill and Eric Kendricks talking about, you know, the toxic culture and the fear-based culture. Um, but this year I think it's, it's still more optimistic. I think they 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 feel good about their head coach. They feel good about their GM. They're optimistic about what they can do in the off season. And I think that's a reason to remain optimistic. Kevin O'Connell's a, a bright young coach. I think they're going to do the right decision and move on from Ed Donatel and find someone else who can maybe, uh, you know, call a defense. You know, the good thing for the defense, they can't go any, they can't be any worse. Um, we think, I mean, if they, all they need Hold to do, <laughs> all that, all they need to do for, you know, to, to be better next year is be 31st, uh, yes. in defense. So they don't have a lot of, you know, thing to do, things to do to get, to get up there. So, um, I think there's reasons to be optimistic. I, I liked, um, the thought of departures, you know, longtime Vikings. I think it's 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 good. It's time for a change. It's the sign of a new era. Um, we've had a lot of these guys around for a long time. Um, some of them are still in the league. J. Ron Curse and, and Anthony Barr doing some things. And Xavier Rhodes, apparently, uh, with the Cowboys right now, uh, doing well on that defense. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you're always going to have that toxic, especially on Twitter. Like, like Twitter is, the, the purpose of Twitter is to just argue about everything for no reason, even if you're wrong, even if there's facts, it's just to argue no matter what. Um, and people people feed off of that stuff. So they're going to you know, give their opinions and you're wrong no matter what. It doesn't matter. 
if this person, if if Kirk Cousins has won two playoff games or not two, one playoff game in his entire career, it doesn't matter. Like he's he's still signed him to a five year extension, whatever. Um, that's always going to just be some some people's opinions, and you know the stuff on the field is what is what matters. Um, in the in the real world, um, I don't think Quasi and KLC are looking on Twitter and being like, oh, the fans, we got to sign, we got to sign Kirk Cousins to another extension or else, you know, the fans are going to, they're not going to come to the game. It's like the, yeah, the owners might, well, then they're, they're, then, then, then they're down. Cause that's, yeah. that's not, that's not a good way to run a business. I think they're smarter than that. Hopefully that they're not basing their business decisions on, on Twitter. Um, I think this, the, uh, they realize that winning 13 games is a good way to, sell tickets as well so you know don't just need those those main attractions um but yeah i mean this it is what it is they i i enjoyed a lot of moments from the season i'll look back on it and re- remember it more probably than others but yeah it had a disappointing ending so it's a i guess it's a <laughs> typical viking season just a lot of a lot of hope and uh nothing at the end so <laughs> Well, now that we've kind of talked about, man, Twitter is dumb. It's so toxic, whatever. Let's talk about <laughs> one of the things that has dominated Twitter over the past couple of days. I'm so excited. Is Adam Thielen leaving the Vikings? And we talked about this a little bit on Monday um, when we last left you in this soap opera. It's like so there was this like, you know, it, I don't know if you ever watched like my mom was big into General Hospital when I was a kid. Days of so, like life. they would have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they would have like the little recap, like the last time yeah. Sonny is somehow still alive after 10,000 freaking mob threats or whatever. And Kyle, now he's got I a think, new fling. I think um, Kyle, Kyle Brandt used to be like a, a soap star, like back in the day from, from really? uh, Good Morning Football. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. A, Mark Schlereth was on a soap opera too. And I don't know, like he went on ESPN <laughs> talking about his Stephen fans a. once. Smith was on like an episode of General Hospital once, I guess. So he, wants, he wants to do a, he wants to do wrestling too, yeah, but he doesn't want to get hit. Yeah, which it's is like a, it's a weird world. Yeah, you gotta take know. some you gotta take some bumps, man. You gotta take and the whole world wants to see Stephen A. Oh, Smith yeah. take Throw a stunner. Him off the top of the cage. Yeah, yeah, like Hell in a, Undertaker, Mankind, Hell in a Cell, <laughs> just top of of that. No. Um. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> I was going to go somewhere else in this segue, but I'm not going to do it. I'm That's not going to do it because Adam Thielen's wife posted a message hinting that their time in Minnesota might be done. Then Adam Thielen went on KFAN with Paul Allen and it went exactly how you would expect he, it would go. It was on uh, the power trip. Oh, he was on the power trip. I'm sorry. Yep. I thought it was, I thought it was Paul Allen. Um, Thielen said, I have a lot of ball left. I feel great. I feel like I can play at a high level still. That being said, I know I'm going to be playing football still in 2023. I don't know how longer that will be, but I will be playing football 100% in 2023. He continued by saying, obviously, I would love to finish my career here and retire in Minnesota Viking and have my entire career be here. But I also know that this is a business and there's going to have to be some business decisions being made. Since then, Adam Thielen went on Instagram to thank his wife for a wonderful season no mention of the Vikings, no mention of Kirk Cousins, Justin, nothing. Uh, and then his wife went on Instagram uh, and posted a bunch of purple helmets saying, anybody need a new helmet? Uh, she also said that Adam wants opportunities to show what he can do and feel valued as a wide receiver. All right, before I go on my rant, um, what is your reaction to this soap opera? All right, I'm going to try and not get myself in trouble. Um... It's going to happen. It's quick, man. <laughs> um. I would say I'm not surprised by by any of this. Um, his wife is known to to speak her mind online. She's you know liked tweets in the past about Stefan Diggs being you know not a great teammate. She's done that. She's commented on you know the city or not the city, the the state of of Minnesota. You know, burning down after they reelected their their governor. So she's you know. She's she's not one to be be quiet about her opinions. And then, you know, so this stuff about uh, her husband, who she's going to defend no matter what, because that's just, you know, it's what people do. I, I don't blame her. I do the same thing for for my wife as well. Um, she's going to. But, you know, I don't I don't know. Like, I don't I don't think it was it was necessary. I feel like there's still a decent chance that he could return. And it, it just sounds like he's not happy with his role. Um and which is uh, second 
on the team in, in targets. Um, he played, you know, almost all of the offensive snaps. He was on the field for every game. I'm talking about this season, this most recent season. And he just, you know, and he's got a bunch of one-on-one situations now because Justin Jefferson is being double or triple covered pretty much every play. And I'm sorry, but he's just not getting open. And when he does get the ball in his hands, he runs five yards backwards and gets a two-yard gain. So he's not the Adam Thielen of 2017, 2018, 2019. You know, he's not that guy anymore. And it's, you know, a lot of times in the NFL, guys don't get to choose when their careers are done. Uh, the, the the sport and the league chooses for you. And I think that's, you know, approaching for, for Adam Thielen, whether he likes it or not. It sounds like Kyle Rudolph wrote that, you know, those comments that he wrote or that he said on, on the power trip, because it sounds very familiar to what Kyle Rudolph said in the past. Do you um, think uh, Adam Thielen's going to borrow his hoodie? Got lots of yeah, game left. Right? Like well, I think, you know, training camp this year. He'll get, he'll get one made by like Unreal Co or whatever, whatever they do. Yeah, I'm wearing that right now. <laughs> you mentioned that. Good um, stuff. Very bad buying right. process. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm not. I'm not surprised. Uh, I know she made like her Twitter private or whatever because she doesn't like that people are reacting to her opinions, which is the purpose of social media. Um, you know, people are going to agree and disagree no matter what. Um, but you know, I think this makes it harder for feeling to. To come back it's clear that he wants something to change because you know what if he didn't want her to say this stuff or or anything it wouldn't be said you know i he could ask her to you know take him down or whatever he's he's <laughs> he's the the breadwinner in that family easily so you know he can he can be like hey don't don't mess with my money like let's 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 be cordial or whatever and she might think they are being being that way but like I just I wonder how long she's been waiting to like post stuff like that, like how long that's been in there. Like, was it midseason? Was it before the season? You know, was it when they traded for TJ Hawkinson and Thielen's targets went down? Like, what what is it? But but to the Vikings, they they had to do what they had to do. Thielen wasn't getting open. The offense wasn't doing as well. They went out and got TJ Hawkinson. Hawkinson made an impact immediately, became, you know, a favorite target of her cousins because he can get open and he can get yards after the catch. Um, That helped Justin Jefferson get open as well. So, like, for the Vikings on the football side of things, they have to do what they have to do. And now this offseason, they got to figure out whether they want to release Thielen and eat that, you know, dead cap money. Uh, Maybe they can work out something where it's, you know, mutual. Maybe they where they renegotiate and, and cutting him isn't, as they won't get as much dead cap as they're currently scheduled to, or or they trade him somewhere for what? What? And what are you going to trade him for? A seventh? A conditional sixth? Like he's thirty two, going on thirty three. He hasn't had a thousand yard season since twenty eighteen. Like he's he's dealt with plenty of injuries the last few years. What? You're not going to get a lot of a lot for him in a trade. Um, <laughs> like so, I don't I don't know what what they are expecting. I don't know what they want either as far as like a chance to show what he he was. He was second on the team of targets. Like where where else is he going to get that? I mean, I, I don't know. The Texans, the the Browns. I, I, I don't know what he's looking for. Like he has a maid too in Minnesota. Like he's he's viewed as royalty pretty much. Um, I know like it's clear his wife doesn't like the state of Minnesota and they you know, they like to go down to Florida and they like to live down. They, they, I think they do live down there in the off season. They train down there and stuff and he plays golf and everything. Um, so it's clear that at least one of the people in that household wants to get out of the state. Um, but you know, like, like Adam said, he goes back to, it's a business. I know it's a business. Business decisions have to be made. Like, I don't know, man. Like if he wants out, let him be. Let him let him go out. And then if he comes back next year, he's got to know he's not going to be the number two option. He's got to know that. And if he doesn't like that, then figure out a way to you guys can move on because he's going to be unhappy with his role next year um, if he returns. And if he returns, he cannot have a 20, $20 million cap. Hit. Like, that's too high. Um, Like, I don't care if he's been there and he he's earned it and everything. No, like it doesn't help the team everything and another thing all this stuff's coming out after they won 13 games <laughs> they won the north yeah. so what's it what's it about like your numbers is it about the team success like what's going on man like i don't know so let, let's just start I, let's have a talk about adam Thielen. we already have are but 
I, I think so Adam we talk about him every week. Right, right, right. Adam Thielen's going to go down as one of the greatest receivers in franchise history. Like yeah. I, I'm, I'm aware of that. He's fourth in receiving yards. He's third in touchdowns and receptions. And those numbers could be higher if he didn't spend two years as a special teamer. And he has one of the greatest origin stories of any Viking in the history of the franchise. It's repeated nonstop. I'm not going to mention it. Yeah, I mean, it it will be on Disney Plus someday. There will be an Adam Thielen movie. But you need to focus on what's on the present. And I feel like that's kind of the story with a lot of these players on the Vikings. Like, I I, kind of talked about it a little bit, but it's kind of like Stockholm Syndrome where – um, you know, for people who don't know what that is, I, I it's basically falling in love with your captor. I, I think there was a incident uh long ago where you know there were some bank robbers and the captors were helping or the hostages were helping the bank robbers rob banks because the police were so they were more aggressive towards the hostages than they were the captors. So the hostages saw the captors as you know more to their benefit. Basically, that's what happened. So Stockholm syndrome actually doesn't really exist. Uh, But what I'm getting at here is that, you know, take a look at Kirk Cousins in particular, and and we'll talk about him a little bit later. But Kirk, it's gotten to the point where they're so afraid of, you know, having somebody else that they just give them one-year contracts and they'll probably do another one-year contract extension just Mm -hmm. over and over and over again. And it's gotten to the point where they can't get out of it. They they can't get out of it. But, But when it comes to Thielen, we have a player who had 73 catches, 766 yards, and six touchdowns this season. Pretty pretty solid numbers for a number two receiver, especially when you're behind Justin Jefferson, when you're behind TJ Hawkinson. Right. Uh, the offense had a lot of balance. I think there were four different players with 60 catches. Yep. That's what you're supposed to do, not force it to a guy who can't separate. Uh, last year, he had 1.08 yards per route run. It was his lowest number since 2015 when he had 1.35 as a special teamer. It was his lowest as a full-time receiver since 2021 when he posted 1.63. So that's way down. Mm-hmm. And his three of his last four or three of his four lowest totals in his career as a full-time wide receiver have been in the past three seasons because he had 1.86 in 2020. He's had low multiple lower body injuries. Uh yep. October 2019, hamstring pull. January 2020, he sprained his ankle and he almost slashed his Achilles in that practice before the 49ers game. Uh, (laughs) Had a thigh bruise. Yeah, had a thigh bruise. Good for the regular season, but I mean, that's still lower body. And then you have the high ankle sprain in December 2021 where he had to have surgery on. He's also going to be 33 years old. He is the same age as Randall Cobb, who people are looking like, oh man, is he going to retire? I don't know. He's. (laughs) Here's Randall Cobb. Get the walker out. Like Go with Julio this, Jones. Yeah. Yeah. I, say, I, I think you're right. Like he's the same age as Randall Cobb and Julio Jones. And, and we're playing this game. 33. Yep. I, I dug deep into this since the merger. That's nearly 52 years of football. 30 at 1970. So yeah, 52. 30 players age 33 or older have had 70 or more receptions in a season. 28 players 33 or older have had a thousand yard season at age 33 or older. Only seven players have had 10 plus touchdowns at age 33 or older. And you're going to pay this guy $20 million next year. And this is, this is not like, you know, me being like, boo, Adam Thielen. Like I'm not the biggest Adam Thielen fan ever, but this conversation happens across the league. And the thing about these tweets and everything else is that they're making this worse. Yeah. Like th- these tweets are making this worse. And, and again, like you said, if there was a problem at, a, you know, somebody would have stepped in. I, I think women should have opinions. Women should be able to talk. I, I totally <laughs> believe. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know why I said that, but I'm, I'm, I'm like just trying to soften my own a- landing, but I'm making it worse. But I mean, his wife <laughs> is a public figure now, yeah. whether she realizes it or not. The Vikings are putting her on simulcast. They're miking yeah. her up during yeah. games. Yep. She is literally everywhere right now. 
And I, I mean, I guess I don't understand this shock where it's like, oh my God, why are you looking at my tweets? Why are you retweeting everything? It's because you're a public figure. And when you yeah. say public figures, people take your words and they look at them. And you mentioned Kyle Rudolph a little bit. I, I Like they cannot do the same thing they did. Kyle Rudolph was only 29 when this happened. Mm-hmm. They, we are talking about a 33-year-old receiver, but oh my God, he's from Minnesota. We can't ever let him leave. Like... <laughs> They probably deep down hate the state, like you said. So yeah. it, it it's very... It, it, it's a slippery it's a, slope. It's a hard situation and it's getting made harder is what I'm saying. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Yeah, like, but I feel like, you know, this situation probably happens more more with wide receivers than, than we realize. I like, I feel like it was hard for Chris Carter to realize that his, his career was coming to an end and he went to the Dolphins and did nothing. You know, it's hard for guys like T.O. and Antonio Brown and, and all those guys to like realize, hey, I don't, I don't, I don't got it anymore. Like, it's tough for a lot of people in the league to realize that. And it's clear that. It's something that Adam Thielen is struggling with right now. It's good that he, I feel like it's good that he has other things that he does in his life, like with his charity and with his, mm-hmm. when, and playing golf and everything. I think that'll help his transition or whatever, whenever he does decide to not play football. Clearly he wants to still play. Um, but I think he's going to realize, like Kyle Rudolph, like and Everson Griffin, like some other players that have left the Vikings and thought like they had so much left in their career and they go elsewhere and um, they don't. And they realize like, I had it pretty good in uh, Minnesota. Um, so, you know, grass isn't always greener on the other side. Um, and I feel like, yeah, like you said, this it's just been made worse. It could have been quiet. It could have been something that stayed behind the scenes. I, th- I feel like this regime is, has done their best to to try and make it that way. Um, but um, you know, now it's now it's out in the open, and yeah, she's she is a public figure now, whether she likes it or not. So that that opens her up to criticism, just like players get criticized. You know, it it is what it is. People are going to criticize you when you're in the public and you have opinions like you can't have opinions and then get mad when people have opinions about your opinions that's it that's that's how things go um i get mad at people like that too but i understand that that's how it goes but what do you think you think he's back next year <sighs> i don't know it might be one of those situations where it's just boiling hot right now when they sit down in february like before the start of the year or league year like Cooler heads kind of prevail. Hey, we yeah. want to stay in Minnesota. Like that, that sort Didn't of thing. Didn't they extend Kyle Rudolph after he did all that stuff? They did. He they, he got a big contract yeah. too. <laughs> he got like, I think it was four years and like, and it was funny because they had just burned a second round pick on Irv Smith Jr., which that was a mistake. But then they cut uh, him the next year. By the way, no, it was two years. Two years? So he signed, okay. he signed in 2019. I believe then, he played 20 or no, he, 2018. So he signed it 2018. Okay. And then he played three more years and they cut him the final year of his deal. Okay. Um, you know who was two picks uh, after Smith Jr., don't you? No, I never you never mentioned it. AJ Brown. <laughs> wanna just wanna say that. He can catch. Also, yeah, he can definitely catch. Hey, uh, also, it is funny you mentioned Julio Jones. He is 33. Uh, yep. he will turn 34 next month. Yep. Uh Antonio Brown, 34 years old as yep. well. I'm just kind of looking. Oh no! It just I. It said people also search for, and I clicked it and it said age. I'm like, no, I I don't I know what age is. It means <laughs> uh, you're old. So it, it's going to be interesting to see what they do. Is is he going to take like the last time we did this? Thielen wound up getting a raise, and yep. I, I think that was just 
that and the going on like, oh, you guys can't get rid of me yet. And then this ha- and like there are just little things like throughout the season, like the Giants game where he runs the wrong route and he won't even look at Kevin O'Connell. And I know he's frustrated. I, I mean, whatever. It, it's just not a good look. It's not a good. He's gotten in fights with Kirk Cousins. He's gotten in fights with Bill Belichick. And, and you know, Stefan Diggs do, does those things. And it's like, oh, my God, Stefan Diggs is the devil. We got to get him out of here. And yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, I, I, um, I think he's realizing that like the the head coach and the GM don't have any like past connection to him. Like they don't mm-hmm. have any ties to him. They didn't bring him in. He was here when they got here, so they're not gonna have any trouble being like, "See ya." Where like someone like Rick Spielman, who was there for his entire career, watched him go up through the practice squad, through the special teams, like through getting a couple starts on offense to becoming a full time receiver, he might feel a little more inclined to be like, "Oh, we got to keep you around here." You know, you're the Minnesota kid. You know, you're great and everything. Where Quasi and Kevin O'Connell are like, "We don't care. We're trying to win." Like he's like it's football, baby. You don't want to be here. Get out of here. Like it's not that yeah. hard. So. Well, we'll wait for the Adam Thielen uh, soap opera to play itself I'm out. I'm going to say, real quick, I'm going to say he's not on the team next year. I can see that. I, can I think they're just going to work out a situation where they can mutually part ways and it doesn't hurt either side very well. It's it's just gotten ugly. And I, I hate to see it, honestly. But Yeah, you'd like to see, see it, it be, more, be more cordial, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, you know, sometimes it's how things go. It's not like extreme. It's not like extreme. Like they suck. They never throw me the ball. It's not like that. But like at, even at, even like this, it's like it's disappointing. You can't you can't just be like, I get it. You know, I'm older. You know, he's been doubted his whole life. What's the difference now? Come on, Adam Thielen heel turn. Uh that that is basically yeah. what's yeah. what we're looking at here. NWO shirt suit. <laughs> just rip it off. It's like a it's like a Patriots jersey or something. Um, the Vikings had a press conference on Wednesday though. Uh, what? What? <laughs> All right. The Vikings had a press conference on Wednesday. There were a lot of cliches. Uh, we won't go through them. Oh, all, so many. The, uh, the good thing was Quasey. Well, I don't know if this is good or not, but Quasey said, Kirk Cousins is probably coming back as quarterback in 2023. Yeah. His words. It is our expectation. He will be our quarterback. I can't say exactly how that would look. We have everything our dis- at our disposal, except cap space. Um, but we will consider all those things just like we will with everybody else on the roster. Um, Vikings going to extend Kirk Cousins again, or what do you think? Mm, I don't think so. I think they're going to let him ride it out. Um, they can talk after the season if he wants. They know he likes Minnesota, so he's they're going to probably have a little more preference from him. Um, but I think this is the season to start exploring other options. He's 35, players 35 and older, quarterbacks don't have a ton of success, at least in the playoffs, unless their name is Peyton Manning or Tom Brady. Kirk Cousins is not either one of those quarterbacks. Sorry. Um, but in this, there's a bunch of quarterbacks who are viewed as first-round caliber in this draft. I think this is a good draft to maybe go after one of those or, you know, a day two pick because it's a weird situation for the Vikings because they still have a bunch of roster, you know, holes to fix and things to improve. And they need those draft picks to kind of make an impact immediately. So it's kind of it's difficult to be like, should we invest in a quarterback in the first round when we probably need someone uh, from a different position to come back and, and make a big impact quicker than someone sitting for a year? Um, but then you look at a, you know, a quarterback like Brock Purdy drafted the, the last pick uh, in the entire draft. And he's starting for the Niners and, and leading them on a, you know, a Super Bowl path. So. Just, I feel like just taking a chance on a quarterback who's better than Kellen Mond. Um, and I think this regime will be better at identifying which quarterbacks are, are good for their system because the head coach used to play quarterback in the NFL. Um, so I don't think he's going to get extended. If he does, I think it'll be another year. But I, I or or if it gets two years, they figure out a way to get rid of the no trade clause because I think that's the only way they can agree to. But do you really want you want do you want to tie yourself down for another year or two for an aging quarterback? I know he played well. He's gonna. I think I saw his, this is gonna be like his first uh, time since like 2015 or 2014, where he's the same offensive coordinator and same offensive scheme two years in a row. Um, with Kevin O'Connell, so maybe that'll make a difference. But until he proves that he can make a difference against the best teams in the league during the regular season, 
which he didn't. Cowboys, Eagles, you can say they beat the Bills, but he should have thrown a pick when Jeff- Justin Jefferson made that awesome catch. That should have been an interception. He didn't get in the end zone when he quarterback sneaked. And then during overtime, Dalvin Cook was the one uh, who got the uh, Vikings in the field goal range. So um, he's got to prove himself against the better teams and he's got to prove himself in the playoffs. And right now, and in, in 11 years, he hasn't done that. So there's there's no reason to think that, you know, it's good to be optimistic, but based on his past, there's no reason to think that that's going to change. So it, it wouldn't be wise for, you know, Quase is a stock market, stock market guy, stock market background. It would be wise for them to invest more money into someone that's probably not going to give you, you know, the outcome that, that you want. So I don't think he's going to get extended. I don't think he should get extended. I understand he's going to be probably the starting quarterback for them again next year, but I think the plans have to be put in place for a replacement to be had. I don't know who the free agents are going to be in 2024 or whatever. or that up. Or, or maybe you trade, like I mentioned in the last podcast, maybe you trade for like Trey Lance and let him sit behind Kirk Cousins and let him learn the system and come in. And I know he'll only have like two, one or two years left with his rookie contract, but that's better than nothing. That's much better than Kirk's contract. So, you know, that's something to keep an eye on, I feel like, with everything going on in San Francisco. All right. So, so I think that if they extend him, it's going to be another one. I, I don't see it as... You know, I, I mean, the only way that this would really help the Vikings cap rise if it is if they do like a five year deal. And at this point, I, I don't think you want that. Like, I, no. we've seen this for no. five years. You want him under contract till he's 40? We've got Every. we've got one playoff win. And I yeah. mean, before people get after me, that's not all Kirk's fault. Right. I, I totally understand. There were other things, but it is it's a team game. It's a team game. So in one of the most, you know, important, like it, I said it on Monday. If he has the season that he had this year at age 25, we feel a hell of a lot better at it. The fact that he had this season at age 35, we're kind of like, all right, you better get on this. And, you know, I I think that's the only deal that Kirk will accept. He only likes the one year fully guaranteed contracts. And I, I, I just, I don't think that's the best thing right now. And, you know, Quasey said this in July, 2022, he said, I'll be frank, the one asset where you get nervous about burning it down is quarterback. They don't have an option to get out of it this year. They, they right. don't. Like, they don't have the draft capital to trade up unless they trade all of these veterans and all of a sudden they have cap space and they really like Anthony Richardson or Will Levis or something. Um, you know, you don't have cap space to trade for one. I mean, if you do, you have to risk, hey, hopefully Trey Lance is good or hopefully – like, I don't even know who would be somebody you want to take a flyer on Zach Wilson. I don't know. No. Nope. Uh, absolutely nope. not. But I mean, I, that's just names that I have. This is basically like he's kidnapped the Vikings. And I look at this like I I don't I also don't feel like he's like a s- security blanket for the Vikings at quarterback yeah. right now where, you know, OK, if all goes wrong, we still got Kirky and Kirk can go out there and do what he did last year and it'll be perfectly fine. I'm looking at the 2024 draft class and I see Caleb Williams, number one. He'll probably be a number one pick. You're probably not going to get him. Drake May from North Carolina. And and the other thing with these guys is that, you know, they could completely fall off the wagon in the next couple of years. And And other people could come out of nowhere, like, you know, Joe Burrow did when he was with Right. Uh, Shadur Sanders, who is going to Colorado, Dion's kid. Um, Saw him have that one thing, that one throw. Uh, on social media and i'm thinking i'm like that every right, quarterback do, does yeah can you uh at a pro day especially yeah. like can you have like uh aaron donald chase him and make yeah. that throw yeah yeah uh this list has Jaden daniels no uh quinn ewers my guy give me a guy that can throw a touchdown at three and headline the dodge county fair at seven like <laughs> that guy is a baller and then you got michael pratt one of my favorites on uh college football revamped uh, that's another guy that I like a lot. You also got Spencer Rattler. Nope. Uh, Kyle McCord, <laughs> Sam Heward, JJ McCarthy. Should guys. they just hold out for Arch Manning in like three or four years? 2025, baby. <laughs> uh, you also asked about 2024 free agents. Uh, Kirk is at the top of spot tracks list, but you got Matt Ryan, Ryan Tannehill, Jameis Winston, Marcus Mariota, uh, oh, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, maybe maybe the Bengals will fall asleep at the wheel and not do no, anything. No. Um, yeah, I, I'm guessing he they'll exercise. Here's a question: Would there. you rather at this point? Would you rather have Kyler Murray or Kirk Cousins next season? 
Kirk. Well, Kirk, because his his knee's not exploding. Yeah. All right, that's true. <laughs> Next season, okay, yeah, that's fine. I want to see how Kyler Murray comes back after that knee injury before yeah. we before we go down that. Because a big yeah, big part of the game scrambling around. Yeah, so I don't know. It's it's gonna be in, like that's gonna be the theme. It's like well, I don't know. It's gonna be interesting. Uh, speaking of interesting, Ed Donatel still employed. Uh, Kevin O'Connell yeah. said he's in an evaluation mode. Conversations will continue through the weekend. Um, it seems like the Vikings are almost pointing towards the players as why this didn't work. But that's fair. Um, if that's the case, why are you running a three, four scheme? <laughs> like maybe you shouldn't try and overhaul things and like keep Daniel Hunter on the ground, have Harrison Smith continue to blitz and all those things. But galaxy brain, let's throw it to Kirk cousins on three and one. Um, I don't know. He's, there's no way they can keep him right. There's no, 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 no. way. He well, he was asked like, you know, is that is that Ed Don? I think it was Thomason. Obviously, okay, obviously it was Thomason who asked. Uh, <laughs> is Ed Donatel still going to be coordinating the defense? Um, and they didn't say no, and I think that's that's um, or they didn't they didn't say yes, and I think that's a big key in uh, how, what what they're thinking is. How meant would it have been if like uh, if NFL were WWE, like uh, Kevin O'Connell just gets to the press conference. Like, I'd like to uh, invite uh, Ed Donatel. And, you know, he goes there and he goes, Ed, yeah. Or he just kicks him through the barbershop window. Um, Ed Stan. <laughs> <laughs> like, through the back, like, little backdrop, yeah. him, Quasi. I think, yeah, he's got to go. He's uh, either going to retire or or just be be let go. I, I, I don't think he's going to be the only coach let go. I think there's, you can make a case for some people on the defensive side of the ball to also be let go. Um, you you talked about how Mike Pettin might be, was the one who might have been actually in control of that defense. So if, if so, he's got some questions to answer as well. Um, but yeah, they got they got to get rid of him. The, the, the Rams just got rid of a bunch of their assistant coaches. Um, and I'm sure Kevin O'Connell saw that and was like, hmm, I like some of those guys. I think one of the guys that they got let go was actually blocked from interviewing with the Vikings. So I'm sure might make his way over to Minnesota this year. But yeah, you got to let him go. And and, and you got to think about switching back to a 4-3. Mm-hmm. Um, one, because right now you still don't have the personnel to have a good 3-4, especially if Sedarius Smith is just not doing anything. Um, and then two, seven of the eight teams left in the playoffs, their base defense is some variation of 4-3 defense. So like 3-4, it, it has some advantages, but like 4-3 seems to be what's working around the league right now. And even Kevin O'Connell said, like, they played nickel more than anything. Yeah, he did say that. That's a 4-3 defense. Or 4-2-5, I guess. But, yes. So, I mean, it's like you're already 90% of the way there. Why wouldn't you? So, then, yeah. So, then why would you sign someone like um, Zedaria Smith or Jordan Hicks who are kind of better for a 3-4 type defense when, you you know, most of the time you're going to be in nickel situations where, you know, their hands will be in the dirt or something like that. Or they have to cover guys, so I don't know. They gotta. That's gotta be their priority. I think is this year is is defense. I think their offense is pretty set. They'll have another year in it. You still got Justin Jefferson. Still got Kirk Cousins throwing the ball. Still got T.J. Hawkinson. I think uh, Darisaw is gonna get better. Brian O'Neill. Hopefully he'll be back in time. I think Ezra Cleveland's gonna get better. I think Ed Ingram will be better. They'll have a full off season with the with the Vikings to improve his strength and and things like that. And center is a big question mark. Do you bring back Bradbury or not? Do you draft someone? Do you sign a cheap free agent? You know, but yeah, defense. It's got Ed Donatel. He's he's got and people are like, yeah, but but he wasn't the real. Listen, he didn't make any adjustments. Like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if the players didn't make plays when they're not even put in position to make those plays. So like he was asked, I I I guarantee he was asked many times by Kevin O'Connell to you know fix what he's doing, blitz more, be more aggressive, play more press man. And he did it for like a half and then he'd go back to what he was doing. And um, that's uh, fine. Then get out of here. So stubbornness never seems to work like that. That's no, just and he's like, an older guy. So he's like a Zimmer or like a North Turner where it's like my system works and like the players should fit in my system no matter what. And like it doesn't work that way anymore. That's not how the best teams work. If they really want to do this, they would. They're serious. They would go get Vic Fangio. But uh, I don't even know if I want that. He's he's older, too. I know he's a really good coordinator, but like I would try and go after like the Denver D.C. right now. Who's yeah, who's up and yeah coming, absolutely. Or or somebody who's younger that has like a more open 
open mind, open to adapting. Like even Wink Martindale, look at look what he did against the Vikings. He he blitzed so much during the season. They played the Vikings and they blitzed like twenty percent of the time. That is way 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 lower than anything he did during the season. But he did it because he knew it would help them win. Wow, look at that. So I gotta find someone. Yeah, I gotta find someone who's just more open to making adjustments, adjusting to the player scheme, all that. You know, just Ed Dontel, just not not. Not the guy. Not the guy. Hire a guy named Michelangelo or something, or I don't know, like Leonardo. Just badass pizza parter. Yeah, Leonardo, Raphael. I don't know who was the one with a stick. Like everybody had cool Donatello. weapons, and then like one of them just had a stick. Donatello, Donatello had the stick. <laughs> that was the sense. blue one. Purple. The blue Ninja Turtle. Purple. I don't know. Purple. He was purple. Yeah. Leonardo Leonard- was blue. Yes, Michelangelo's orange, Raphael's red. Yeah, okay. First movie I ever saw in the theater, Ninja Turtles, and I went up to the screen and tried to help him fight the bad guy. <laughs> good for you. Yeah. Good, good to fight they the needed, good guy. They needed help. You were, good, you were just going to – Casey Jones wasn't there yet. Right, and, uh, right. I was there just, now. Five-year-old then, kid. Then you're like, Casey Jones is there. I'm good. Yeah. Um, all right. So I guess there are still games going on uh, in the NFL. Uh Yeah. Do you care? I I mean, I'll flip them on on Saturday. I'm, I'm sure once I see football, my brain will just be like, oh, yeah, football, eh, eh, playoffs, whatever. I don't even care. Like, I, I'm just so dejected. I, I don't even like I, I don't at this point. It's like I'm just cheering for players as opposed to yeah. teams. You want like, let, let's just start with it. Jaguars at Chiefs. Chiefs, right? By a mile. But uh, <laughs> I it could know. be fun. It could get fun. Yeah, I think the Jaguars are going to throw the kitchen sink at them. I think yeah. Chiefs they will have win. To. Yeah, yeah, but what do they have to lose? Um, that's a fun team, by the way, Jaguars. And student versus teacher. You got Andy Reid on one side, yeah. and Doug Peterson on yeah. the other. So I mean, yeah. that that's kind of a fun aspect. It's always fun to watch Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Trevor Lawrence went full NCAA fourteen in the last game, throwing four first half interceptions and then throw four touchdowns in the second half. Then he went to Waffle um, House. Yeah, in Waffle House. Have you been to a Waffle House? I have not. Somebody was somebody I've only was seen telling videos me about of fights inside Waffle House. I oh I almost saw all right. Speaking of fights, I, this is off topic, but I don't care. It needs to be said. <laughs> I nearly saw a Walmart fight for the first time ever oh, in my wow. life. And I was so excited. It was like two, it was two like older ladies, and like they were just ladies. Like, I yes, I, I walked in <laughs> and like she this lady's just like screaming like and I, I don't even remember what she was screaming about, but it, it like looked like it was getting pretty contentious. And then all of a sudden the other lady, she's like, I bet you won't come over here. And like the lady went over there and then like, uh, you know, she's like, what are you going to do about it? Huh? What are, what are you? And like she screams <laughs> something else. And these poor guys, like these electricians were working on a light in the Walmart and like they're sitting there, they got their little lift and like the guy just comes over and he's, Hey, excuse me, ladies. Hi. Um, can, <laughs> can you like move so we can like fix the light? And like, you know, there's still, I'm like walking down to get my uh, Teddy Grahams and uh, speaking of nothing whatever, to lose, but uh, yeah. And so I, I, I'm, I'm going I'm to pick the Chiefs, but I don't know. Derek hey, McKinnon. Give me a fun game. Give me a fun game. I mean, Bill's Bengals. That's going to be probably the, the best game of the, the weekend. I think the Giants can pull off the upset and beat the Eagles. And Niners Cowboys is, is, I don't know. It's kind of intriguing because the Cowboys do have a decent defense, but Dak and Mike McCarthy can't really. Maybe their kicker will make an extra point, but you know, for to get myself into these games, I feel like I'm gonna probably put some some dollars on on some of these games oh, in some good for you some way. Not not you know not crazy, but uh, just to keep myself interested in these games, have some some purpose of watching them. Because um, yeah, or if I don't, then I don't really care. Like I'll, I'll watch here and there, watch highlights, and then watch the Super Bowl, but. It's it's we, all we watch every every week is the Vikings or Red Zone. We're not going to watch Red Zone on Saturday or Sunday because there aren't, aren't enough games. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think Bill's Bill's Bengals will be interesting for a variety of reasons. Uh, is the game in Buffalo? Games in Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's, that's yeah, I don't think interesting. I don't think that whole contingency. I think the only thing that would be a neutral site is if Chiefs and Bills Chiefs, meet Chiefs in and Bills, AFC yeah. championship. Which is weird because like the Bengals were beating the Bills when the game stopped. And they right. Were, they did. They did probably get the short on the stick, but who cares? Because someone's life was saved. So that's what matters at the end. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So. 
I'll, I'll give you my very quick rundown because we're running a little long. Is that but, is that your is that your heat? Is that the sign for your uh, your hot take coming up? My hot take, yeah. I asked <laughs> you if you could hear this, but yeah, un- <laughs> my new place is awesome, but the furnace is like right next to the office, so it kind of kind of goes off there a little bit. But um, Giants and Eagles, I don't know. I just want them both to lose. I, I just I hate them both. I hate like the I Giants. The Gi- obviously. I don't mind the Giants. I don't mind them. This, I like Brian Dable. I hate I their fans. Fun. I hate oh, their yeah. like. Oh, yeah. I'm as a Minnesotan. I am sick and tired of New York in like every freaking sport. Like Yankee, Yankee and Giants fans like fall into the same folder for me. Like Mets fans, they're getting close, but their team sucks. So it's Mets like okay, yeah. But now, but yeah, Mets and Jets. It's like all right, if you guys are good, I don't really care. But like, <laughs> yeah, Yankees, man. I ugh, the forty I, I the forty one donut is that just gonna stick with you forever? Is that what? It, it is? And and that uh, playoff game on Sunday. Uh, you, know who, you know who the offensive coordinator was for the Giants in that forty one donut game? Sean right? Payton. Yeah. You know the I Giants were accused. His movie. You know they were accused of cheating in that game, right? Yeah. Surprise, Weird, right? Yeah. Surprise. Yeah, my folks watched the Sean Payton movie with Kevin James, and they're like. <laughs> Yeah, that guy's an asshole. And I'm like, yeah, I know, right? Um, uh, I'll pick the Eagles in that one. I don't know, home field. I, we all know how bad that can be. Bengals, Bills. You got Joe Burrow on one side. Would love to see Joe Burrow win the Super Bowl. My guy is Stefan Diggs. I love yep. me some Stefan Diggs. I would love to see him win the Super Bowl. I don't know. I, it's one of those situations. Just give me a good game. Give me like back and yep. forth, high scoring, and something fun to watch. Um, I'll go Bengals. I'll go with the upset here. And then uh, Cowboys 49. I mean, come on, man. Like (laughs) Mike McCarthy just uh, like on one side. Who's going to make them? Who's going to make more mistakes? Mike McCarthy or Kyle Shanahan? (laughs) It's going to be like uh, two people just trying to lose it. Like, no, you win the game. No, you win the game. No, you win the game. No, no, no. You win the game. No, you go Uh, for a field goal from your fifth yard line. No, you do it. Brock Purdy, I guess. Yeah, like he, like apparently he's the next greatest quarterback in the history of the year. Well, so, I picked Bengals uh, and Niners for the Super Bowl like a couple weeks ago before the playoffs started, so I'm just going to roll did, with that. You did, you did. Yeah, so there you go. I I don't even remember what I picked, but uh, maybe I'll... Bill, I think you did Bills Vikings. <laughs> I, I did pick Bills Vikings. I'm such a homer. I love it, though. It would have been so much fun. <laughs> it would have. Well, now I'm going to go cry in the corner. Uh, th- <laughs> that's all the time we have for the Viking Age podcast today. We do this right here on the Viking Age YouTube channel every Monday and Thursday. We are on Apple and Spotify. But however you check us out, comment, share, like, and subscribe, ring the bell, all those cool things so you never miss a new episode. I'm Chris Shad. He is Adam Patrick. We'll see you Monday on the Viking Age podcast. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.